Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I wanna collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Put up, put up, put up, put up, put up. 
Hi, everyone. Welcome to Fat Mascara. We were not kidding you on Wednesday when we said Jerome Epinet would be here. He is here in the virtual studio. So Jerome is a senior perfumer with Roberté Fragrances. He's the perfumer behind so many scents we've talked about over the years here on Fat Mascara, like Chloe Sevigny's Little Flower, Byredo Balzafrique. Oh, and the Atelier colognes that Jess and I love, love, love. They're no longer available in the U.S., but he's a perfumer for many of those. He also does hugely popular scents. He's really in demand right now. If you smelled Sol de Janeiro's famous bum bum cream, I mean, how could you not? That is one of his creations. So he's here with Jess and I to talk about fragrance, why he thinks his work is so in demand right now, his favorite scents, and we're going to ask him. You knew we were going to ask him. Help us love marine scents. You know we have an issue with that type of fragrance, so he's going to explain it to us. I cannot think of a better interview to have as one of our, well, our actually our last interview of the year. So let's get into it. All right, Jerome, thank you for coming on Fat Mascara. Hi, Jessica, of course, anytime. This is like a, it's a, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. I have to ask you, what fragrance are you wearing right now? Uh, my own fragrance that nobody will ever have. Wow. Sorry. You created it for yourself? <laughs> you really drew a line there. Yes. Sorry about that. Nothing to share. Do we get to know a note, an accord? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a no, molecule? Molecules, notes, <laughs> anything. It's a very citrusy, floral fragrance. Very light, almost like Neroli, Neroli type, bergamot, lemon, Neroli... Uh, musky, very like second skin, nothing offensive, like very cocooning, easy. But I think that's my signature scent. And they, they know when I'm here, they recognize this, this scent is discreet, but very uh, memorable. So it has a, like it has a trail, like it's big, but cocooning. It's not big. It's not big. It's diffusive. It's not big, like in terms of uh, power and uh, but you will, you will smell it. You will smell it when I'm around. But it's uh, not like a big sheep or like a patchouli, you know, in your face. It's like quiet, but it's there. Quiet, but it's there. Wait, I have a question. Let's put, put an end to this. How do you say the word silage? Is it silage or sillage? Sillage. How long have you been wearing your custom fragrance? I would say over 10 years now. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, but it's part of me. It's part of the routine. Every time after shower, I just spray it. And uh, yeah, before going out, I spray it as well on my clothes. And uh, yeah, probably over 10 years. Yeah. It's my signature. It's part of me. Well, I love hearing you talk about fragrance. Clearly very passionate about it. This is your thing. Why did you become a perfumer and not, you know, you're very artistic, not like a painter or a musician or you've been very public that you're into wine like where how come your <laughs> your aesthetic kind of vibes have gone into fragrance versus any of these other pursuits when i'm interested in something I, I go for it and i think music i love music every single type of music for me classical to reggae rap everything i'm can listen to everything but I'm not interested in learning about it. It just for me was not a question. Art, I'm always yeah, very intrigued, going to museum, share and listen to people's uh, knowledge about specific art, traveling in countries and all that, just the differences, all that, that always interests me. It's true that 
becoming a sommelier was very interesting to me. Yes, I do love wine, but I do love kind of idea of picking the right grape, the, the, the history, the, the artisanal part of, of winemaker, you know, just mm -hmm. the process and all that. I was always interested in today. The age period, I mean, you have to age the, the wine and etc. All the efforts behind, I was very intrigued by that. And I think I was kind of started to go in that direction. But my DNA, my history, my past is perfume because my mom had perfume stores in Burgundy, in France. That's somehow uh, where I grew up in the store. After every day of school, I was meeting her. I had to go back to the, to the store because she was working until 7 p.m., something like that. So after school... No other option for me just to go to the store and stay with her and do my homeworks, uh, run in the store. So I've been doing that for, for years. So, yeah, that's where I grew up. Wait, bef before we move on our next question, I've got a soft pitch for you. Tell me if this is crazy. Dr <laughs> a dream thing. A store that's one side is wine, one side is perfume. Half, half fragrance, half wine. What do you think? You want to invest? I'm kidding. It's just a soft pitch. It's my idea for <laughs> no, the no, boutique. No, you don't you have know, to be an investor. <laughs> no, 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 no. But uh, I'm always, I, I mean, I'm, I'm really into new business development, always trying to find the creative idea. So, yeah, I mean, in maybe in 10 minutes, I will say that's, that's stupid. Oh, that's, that's okay. Uh, okay. I'll check back with you at the, at the end of the interview. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> think about it. I'm more like a thinker and I need, I need like 24 okay. hours reflection. You have time. That's fine. <laughs> As you were talking, it made me think of this idea I've always had because clearly fragrance is in your blood and shopkeeping and yeah. wine. So exactly. Yeah. I love the image of you doing your homework. As the sun is setting and your mom is in the store. It's it's really Spritzing sweet. And yeah. Yeah. I mean that she had no problem for me to do homeworks when I was playing soccer in the store. She was not very happy about it. <laughs> Around the expensive bottles? No. Since I couldn't go outside, that for me was like, yeah. After school, you're a little excited, and uh, yes, you have uh, too much energy. So, did she think that you were going to be in the fragrance industry? No, absolutely not. No, 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 absolutely not. And to be honest, I was not thinking about it neither, because to me, when I look back, uh, is my mom in the perfume store was I'm scar with after work, and she was talking non nonstop about I sold this perfume, and I did tell that customer, and I did. Uh, they order this fragrance and we make that amount of money. So it was all about sales somehow. So all the dinners to me were about how much she made. So I was right. not interested into that. So I was like, oof, that perfumery is boring somehow. If it's yeah. that, that. And then I think what made me change my mind is when I started to, uh, when I'm saying uh, soccer and all that, I was not 15, uh, just uh, I was like 10. But then at the age of like 15, 16, I started to help her during like holidays and all that because she, she asked me to help her. And uh, I think that's when it started to click and to see how passionate she was about talking perfume in front of clients. I mean, yes, she wanted clearly to sell the perfumes, but it's, it was done in a way that very based on emotion, memories and all that. And I think all those little elements, all those moments build my curiosity for fragrances and of course beside 
marketing, uh, top mean and dry that we, you could see on the label or something like that. And at that time, we didn't talk much about ingredients. But I was getting, kind of, I became like curious about what's in the bottle. And then a few discussions after, after with my mom, she, yeah, she said, but I think you should look at uh, perfumery. And I said, yeah, why not? And that's how I, I found a perfume school in Graz. And uh, yeah, that's what it started, my uh, journey of becoming a perfumer. Well, now you are, I don't want to embarrass you, but like you're like the it perfumer. And everyone who wants to work with you, it feels like if I say your name, we talk about you on the show. It's like, okay, brands want to work with you because they're getting something. There's like a Jerome factor. Are they getting something from you that's actually some kind of scent that's like, oh, you can smell it. And it's like, oh, this is such a Jerome fragrance. Or is it something in the process that you're giving them that's like, oh, working with Jerome is like you're getting this vibe or the experience of working with you so okay so i'm not embarrassed at all i think I, I think <laughs> <laughs> no no to be honest i think they are getting I, I don't know maybe it's gonna sound like a little a little much but i think they are getting the full package yes true each perfumer has his own signature meaning that he's gonna use not all the time the same ingredients but we i do love the same ingredients over and over Broxon, papyrus, gourmand note, ethyl maltol, all those notes, I love it. So I tend to use it all the time in every fragrances. So that becomes my signature. So I'm, I'm being recognized for that. So that's one part of the answer that yes, they recognize the Jérôme signature. But I think again, to go back to my mom and emotion and the partnership with the consumer somehow, you know, that's really communication and that's to me is very very important because create a perfume is one thing but i always put myself in the consumer head so selling to a client it's it's important we want to win the project we want to sell to the client but to me and i think i learned that from my mom's and my experience is one the product is on the shelf so you are mm -hmm. facing the consumer and i'm always trying to put the consumer first, somehow before the client. I want to please the client, of course. So my point is, I'm going to help the client to really define where they want to go, what they should do, instead of me saying, yeah, sure, sure, you want to do floral? Yeah, we can do floral. Yep, there you go. I'm always trying to somehow challenge the client. Are you sure you want to do floral? Because I think for your brand, maybe this could be better. And I think that's the second part of the, of, the, of the answer. So you have the signature, but you have also the close collaboration, the partnership that they don't probably see. So you push your clients. You're pushing them. I, I do because I do have conviction. I do have conviction and I, and I, and I believe in them. And uh, I can be wrong sometimes, of course. But yeah, I do have conviction. I do believe in what I do and what I can offer and... Uh, like a producer. Yes, like a producer. And a psychotherapist, yeah. probably, too. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's good that sometimes we, we spend some time and uh, I'm listening more to their problem than, uh, <laughs> than talking about perfumes. <laughs> so, yes. I love that. It looks like you're in your studio today or, or some sort of workspace. Is this like an average day for you? What do you do on an average day? Because, you know, being a perfumer sounds very glamorous to most people, is it? 
it's an office uh, with a computer and uh, with, with <laughs> samples. And uh, so it's nothing, nothing fancy. I mean, the location is uh, Midtown. Uh, uh, it's a great location in, the, in a nice building. Uh, we're on the top floor. So it's, it's a great, great location. But yeah, the, the, the day is uh, really, uh, I mean, I always try to block, I would say, two to three hours in the morning. I, I like to come early because I'm the first one and I'm not bothered by anyone else. And I, I think that's where I'm the most creative. And so I like to block in my agenda two to three hours of just really creation. Then sales are coming, uh, marketing is coming, evaluation is coming, and we start to be involved in those meetings and uh, collaborate more with the team. And that's the next part of the, of the day. You know, that's the second part of the day. The alchemy, the... The mixing, the perfumery of it all happens early in the morning. Is what you're early in the morning, but through the day. Yeah. But I think it's okay. really, that set my mood, that set everything in the morning. You know, I'm just by myself. I'm all, I organize my day. I know my priorities. I know if I have a, a client to meet. I just, it just, yeah, that's how I organize my day. Does that have anything to do with your nose? Like, do you find that you work better in the morning because... Maybe the nose is not tired yet. No, the brain's not tired yet. No, no, no. But to be honest, unfortunately, I think my nose never get tired. That's the problem. <laughs> I think it's after really? all the training. No, I mean, yeah. I, can, I, I smell as good as uh, at night that in the morning. I think. I yeah no. I'm I'm not saying oh. Oh, I'm tired. Oh, I have a headache. It's this terrible. is like a really stupid question, but like, is your nose insured? It's, it's so it's not a stupid question. Or even if it's a stupid question, I probably heard that question a hundred times. Okay. Uh, so. And my answer is no. It's not an so original you're not question. Stupid, you're, just, you're, just, you're just basic. <laughs> it's just a basic question. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I heard that many times and uh, it is not. Okay. It could be, but no. I mean, I knock on wood. I never, I, I usually I'm never sick. So I just, I, yeah, no, I, I never miss any any day. So I think my boss is pretty happy with my, uh, with my nose performance, I would say. <laughs> In, <laughs> return on your last investment. review. Here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have to ask, I mean, when somebody goes through your resume, your, your wiki, whatever, they're going to hit upon the big one, which was your whole thing with Byrino. Okay, I was scared. I thought you would fight something else. I was wondering where you're going with that, Jess. That could be embarrassing. So, okay, okay, okay. What, what about it? The, the big one, that big, that big case you had. Okay. Um, so, we would be remiss not to ask you about Byrino because that was like a major thing in your career. Yes. How did that happen? my journalism skills uh, he yeah. played basketball with ben i'm picture that's my picture i picture no maybe football you took ben and the two of you were playing like football together hanging out no absolutely tell us. not absolutely not uh, no you guys just like pals we just like you're like drinking buddies <laughs> or like what how did how did you guys ben's been on the podcast so you're in okay, good so you're with friends here let, let, i let you make up all those stories and once you're done i will uh I will okay. deliver my story. We're ready. We're done. You don't have that much time with him. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> no, I, I think it's it through a connection. A salesperson, Pierre, is Swedish. And Ben, as you know, is Swedish. That's how they get connected. And it was, I think, in 2006 when we just opened the, uh, 
our first creative center in in Manhattan. Yeah, so he came with his uh, couple of candles and he told us, oh yeah, I'm gonna, I made those, those candles home, find some oil, mix them, and now I have a meeting at Barney's. Okay, when Barney's was still open. And uh, we say, okay, yeah, good luck. But the guy was like an interesting, interesting guy. And then an hour later, I think even two hours later, he came back and I was like, okay, yeah. I mean, we talk, I was telling uh, Pierre, I think those candles were pretty bad, but it's okay. And he came back, he came back two hours after. And uh, so we asked him, so how, how did it go? And I was like, I would say it went well. I mean, they, they're going to take the candles and now they want me to make a perfume collection and they need six, six perfume uh, for the collection in the next two weeks. Oh my God. So we said, okay, so I think we can now, we, it's interesting. We can, uh, I mean, we're up for the challenge and uh, yeah, we're going to start creating and very, very fast, very quickly. We came up with the first collection uh, between Bal d'Afrique, uh, Gypsy Water, Blanche, uh, etc. And uh, Wait, you did it in two all weeks? All of that was in two weeks? It was not in two weeks. It was a couple of months, but it's... Uh, Still fast. He had to show a progression, progress to uh, Barney's. Amazing. So he went, he went, wow. he went fast. He went fast. So when that happened, did you feel like, okay, this is going to change my career in any way? Or did the meeting feel like it was anything? Nothing crazy, nothing special, nothing, uh, just a client, an interesting client with, uh, with a yeah. idea of wanted to be successful. And yeah, and you look at it and once you, and after, I think what happened is also, Ben is really passionate about fragrances, you know, and perfumes. And just those meetings, 101, and Pierre as well, he was, was part of the meeting. And we're smelling, and you, you can start seeing his interests, his ideas, you know, just where he wants to take his brand. So that's starting to become even more interesting. And then we, we, did, we made the other fragrance over the years, and uh, you know the story, got a acquired yeah. by Pooch and uh, I was on the phone with him last week and uh, yeah it's uh, still doing extremely well we are working on the next ones summer is fast approaching which means it's shapewear season just kidding it's really wedding season but I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia and guess what I'll be wearing honey love I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress but the shapewear is going to be honey love here's why honey love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear plus they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. 
Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honeylove. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X, and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less. They're $39.90. But the quality is excellent, and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's good. Joanna Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. That's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lotties in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just (laughs) going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. Well, from there, I mean, you've done so many other projects, a lot of them with celebrities like Harry Styles, Ariana Grande, Victoria Beckham. When you do these collaborations, like, what is it like? Are you just on the phone with them? Are you on Zooms? Or are they coming to your atelier and like hanging out and showing you relics? 
all of the above. It starts with uh, Harry Style was uh, was a WhatsApp <laughs> phone call, mm. uh, and and that's how we start. And then then we meet and uh, and I present. I see the reaction. Always going back to my mom's uh, the first reaction when you smell something. And the ability to say, oh, yeah, so you may, if you like that, maybe you will like this one as well, et cetera, et cetera. That's how I function. Do, do any of the celebrities surprise you? Like, do they are they ever, ever, like, really into fragrance or do they show you something that was really personal or very surprising? They are all different. It's, it's that's, I think that's actually where my job is very different every time because it's, on the paper, it's the same as the fragrance. Hmm. Who is fun? Victoria is fun, but they are all—they are all fun. I mean, just they're all cool, and that's what this is the first thing I tell them. I said, "Don't try to pretend. Just use your own words." Because sometimes when you feel, "Oh yeah, I'm going to talk to a perfumer, but I don't know the mm. vocabulary and all that," maybe I'm going to say a stupid thing, or maybe not, or I don't know. But I always say the first thing I say is, "Don't be afraid." I won't judge. Tell me your emotions. Tell me your, use your words. And that's how it starts. That's really nice. It's interesting. Ariana is like a bubbly and she's like a, it's, no, they're all, they're all different. But no, it, it's, it's fun. At the end of the day, it's very interesting. They're all different. And every time is, yeah, you have to adapt yourself and create unique, specific fragrance for each of them. Because again, I put my name behind, so I don't want to do the same over and over. So yeah, that's the challenge to really deliver something unique. Do you, if your name is behind it, do you get to have any say in the bottle or what the imagery looks like or the advertising? Or you're just like, here's the juice, here's the formula. I would take some royalties, but it doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, usually I, they can ask my opinion on the bottle, but I, I feel the bottle is already part of it. They start with the bottle because they know that the fragrance will take less time. So they usually work on the rest and finish by the fragrance. So I don't have much to say. I mean, now that you are so established in the world, do people ever come in and they're ever like, Jerome, what do you think the name should be? No, they do. They do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, they are asking my, uh, my opinion on, the, on names. And uh, no, of course. Are you going to do your, I know you have the one you're wearing, but are you going to do your own fragrance soon? Like you're one that's just you. So I'm not going to answer that. Okay. Mm. <laughs> just keeping the mystery alive. And another personal, it's a little less personal, but which of your creations, beside the one you made for yourself, feels really personal or most expressive of who you are as a perfumer? Maybe it has that gourmand note you were talking about. You can play favorites. It's not like they're going to get mad. It's not like favorites. It's just like... <laughs> Jen's speaking for these <laughs> They're not going to get mad. <laughs> Okay, let me start the long list. (laughs) 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 Ones that were like, that just feel like special. I think that's where I stop making mods. It's when I reach that point of, they're special. Rouge Chaotique from Bayredo to me is very special to me. Animalic also, the the, the last Bayredo, I wear it. I love it. Uh, It just transports me. I'm just, just crazy about it. That's another fragrance that I would wear, you know, just I wear mine, mm. but this one I would wear. So it's very, yeah, those are very specific to me, very special to me. But in the same part, I, I love uh, the Sol de Janeiro Bum Bum Cream. They are like so gourmand, so yummy. Mm. I mean, <laughs> it's like over the top gourmand. I love it. I smell that one everywhere. Do you smell your own fragrances when you're out in the world? Oui. And is there one that there's you smell a lot in New York City? 
Uh, boom, boom, cream. Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I notice it too. Uh, it's crazy. And all the team, they say, oh my God, you have no idea. I was sitting there last night at the restaurant. Someone was wearing the boom, boom, cream. It's just, <laughs> no, no, it's a good, it's trendy, I would say. Yeah. On the other side of things, is there something in your resume of fragrances you've done that you feel is like underrated in a way, or you were surprised it didn't take off as much as you thought it would? That's a good question. Because I mean, not, not that popularity is the goal, right? Obviously, some of the best fragrances nobody knows about. But I'm just curious if there's one that you, you think is a little underrated. I don't know. Okay. Is there a scent that you've worked on that you feel like is due for like a comeback. Like now it would have its moment. Oh yeah, because you made it before people were ready for the overdose of X molecule. Yeah, that was like, pre- is the word like prescient? Yeah, I'm answering for you. Yeah, good question, Jess. <laughs> I see exactly what you mean. Yes, it happened to me. Or even if it's a fragrance that probably uh, I lost on a project and, uh, and, uh, and a year after I'm thinking, wow, no, that was perfect. Or let me think about that. I'm sure in some of the Byridos have been, uh, yeah, I mean, Palermo to me was like, a, I thought it was, it was amazing. And uh, it's not working at all. <laughs> and I love it. It's one of those fragrances, similar, very musky, citrusy. I've been wearing this one a lot, but it's not working. Have you found a common thing that maybe it's an accord you love personally that just doesn't resonate with people? Or maybe it's just with Americans or a particular demographic? Uh, it's not only American. I think it's it's uh, it's global. So I think it's it was probably the I think the accord was not impactful enough when I I resmell it last time and I said mm, maybe it's a little bit quiet. So when you have one fragrance that that is quiet and you are surrounded by uh, millions of other fragrances, uh, you're not gonna even if it's by radio, they're not gonna buy it. So I think that's something that I learned also. You know, just Quiet is good, but not too quiet neither. Yeah, I have a challenge for you before we just go on and wrap up our interview here. Jess and I have a, we have trouble with marine fragrances. Yes. Oh, yeah. Let's, can we talk about marine fragrances? Yeah, of course. We have a lot of issues. And since we're talking about this on the podcast for like years, because we find like, I don't know, we each have our own issues with them, but like, I'm finding like they never smell luxurious to me. They never smell upmarket. Very few. And not all of them. What would make us like it? Make us like Marine. Sell us on it, Jerome. <laughs> no, Marine, I mean, it depends because I think it's always a problem of concentration and the, the amount of Marine that you add. I think Marine brings freshness, luminosity to a fragrance if it's well dosed. If you put too much, all of a sudden it smells like oysters and all that. And I don't think it's pleasant. I mean, if you look at uh, Aquadigio, that's really the, the the marine part. I mean, I, I used to love this fragrance. I, I don't like it anymore. But if you look at Coco Mademoiselle, there is Cologne. There is a marine knot in it. And I think, to me, the combination of the patchouli, the gourmand, the little chypre rosy, and the Cologne makes that chypre almost modern. And I think that fragrance... The sillage, we are talking about the sillage. The trail of this fragrance is absolutely stunning. It's probably one of my favorite fragrances in the air. When I smell it in the air, I could stop or follow that person. It smells so good. And I think 
de Calonne, de, de Marine Aspect, Hennens, that cheap, modern, it's just, it's a beauty. I've never noticed a marine note there. It's not Aquadigiotype or Odyssey. Or no. It's not like that. Or not in the masculine, uh, the men's fragrance. No, it's, there is a little bit, but add something very unique. Maybe we need small doses. Yes. Jerome, is there a fragrance that you wish you created? Mm. That you smell and you go, my God, what a masterpiece. I think Coco Mademoiselle is, is a masterpiece. Follow that lady down. I, I would. <laughs> I would. Or man. I would. Or man, yeah. I mean, if it smells good, yes. <laughs> I would I would too. But no, no, no. I think these, for me, I always say the same. I mean, you have so many beautiful fragrances that, has, that have been created. But to me, this one is a masterpiece. Before we let you go, we're going to do a little, we do like a little bit of a speed round at the end here. Five questions. What's the first fragrance you ever wore personally? Probably, I think it was either Angel Innocent. So that was more a woman fragrance, but I loved it. Okay. And then it was Alien. No, not Alien. Sorry. Amen. Thierry Mugler. Oh, okay. And then I wore Egoist Platinum. There was no baby stepping into this no, fragrance I world for this. you. You came in strong from the beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But again, I mean, I was in, in the store, so I had access to every, everything. So right, to me, right. everything was smells like... But I mean, yes, there was Tartine Chocolat, a little uh, fragrance for baby, but I, I, I was not inspired. Angel Innocent was good. I remember that. Yeah. And then I remember one of the fragrance, same, amazing, in the air, Giorgio Beverly Hills. And the day my mom got Giorgio in her store, I was obsessed. It was something incredible. I mean, wow. you probably couldn't get away from it. They came in the store no. and the store never smelled the same. That's <laughs> exactly. a big one too. Okay. What is your favorite ad campaign for a fragrance? Or even right now, like they did, the ad is very cool. See, if I say Sauvage, that may look... Because that's the one I see all the time. I like it. Oh, because it's everywhere. Okay. We I think won't it's read everywhere, it but we'll uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a boring answer. I'm sorry. Um, uh, yeah. Maybe I can give you another answer in one week. <laughs> okay. Have you ever been fired from a job? No. <laughs> no, no. I mean, Not I'm, even I'm, like I'm... when you were a teenager? <laughs> no. Did, oh, did a client ever say, we don't like any of these submissions? Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, at the beginning, I, I think at the beginning, now they, they're almost afraid to say that. They probably think about it, but they won't say it. <laughs> That's the beauty of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're in a good place in your career. It's fine. Do you ever read your Fragrantica reviews on your fragrances? No. You know this website? <laughs> you should. It's fascinating. <laughs> I, I, I mean, listen, I... I I think I did uh, 10, not 10 years ago, but I did, but after, I mean, it's just, no, I don't. Not productive. To, for me, no. Okay, last question. Do you want, do you want us to? Yeah, we could read some to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. yeah, what if that was ahead, the yeah. end of our interview? <laughs> no, now no, no, we no, read no, you no. the critiques. They're so silly, they're so silly. Okay. They're not even critical. It's just when you were saying that you want clients to use and celebrities to use their own words, not to try and sound like a perfumer, you go to Fragrantica, you're going to get people's own words. Like words yeah, you it's never not like thought this is you'd bad. hear. It's, it's like this smells like a lady's... Or like a mafia king would, yeah, you know, mafia taking king. a it, dip in the river. I, you know, they're just so it's silly like a, sometimes. 
but but I think I think it's I think it's fine. Okay, we're gonna put you on the group chat, Jerome. We're putting you on the group chat, and we'll send you ones that that spark to us. Okay. All right. Last last question before we let you go: Which celebrity needs a fragrance? Celebrities are doing beauty lines, fragrances left and right, but who needs one? Leo Messi. Leo Messi. Yeah, soccer player. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, he's not really known. He's he's a upcoming kid. No. He's playing in Miami. I, I, maybe I don't, well, maybe I don't know, but I would I would love to uh, to create a perfume for him. Yeah, I think so. Are you very into football? Yes. Yeah. Do you still play? Yeah. Okay. Pick up game with Leo Messi and create a fragrance. Yeah, this this feels like it's possible, Jerome. Don't you? Yeah. Like you can make this happen. We'll get David. Victoria will call David. Yeah. Yep. Wait, yeah. Wait a second. It's possible. You have like two degrees separation. Yeah. We'll put this in one the stars. For, it's one degree. One degree separation. Yeah. So 2024, mm. we'll put this on the mood board for you, okay? Great, great. I'll keep that in mind. And manifest it. We'll manifest yes. it. Yes. It was so lovely to speak with you. Thank you so much for taking the time, for coming on the podcast. Of course. Thank you, Jerome. Thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at fatmascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.